Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to the show! Like, you know, like the circus? Welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. I'm Becca and I'm joined by Adam and Nicole. Hello. Hi. Woo. This episode, we are going to shoot for less awkward silences because hopefully (laughs) our internet is running on the same speed. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, yes. It seems to be for now. Wait, was there awkward silences like in the editing versions of the last podcast? No, I just think that, no, I feel like oh. I notice it because I know that my internet was bad. Oh, yeah, don't <laughs> I'm, like, worry. giving Adam, like, critiques, I'm like, so next, this time, Adam, <laughs> like, public critique, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> no, but there was, like, there was a lot of, like, pauses that I had to edit out because as I was, like, listening to it as a person, I was just like, this seems awkward. <laughs> I left a couple in there because there was, like, a funny, like, back and forth afterwards but yeah yeah it was a little laggy last time but you made it sound great (laughs) you did you did you made it sound amazing so this week we are going to be talking about plan shopping you know plan shopping in a pandemic plan shopping in current times when scammers are on the rise and plant prices are on the rise and we're just trying to figure out what's a good deal and what's not. So we just want to talk about this. We feel like it's a pretty important topic. Um, And, you know, Mm -hmm. we've been collecting plants for a couple of years. So we, not to be a four in this moment, an Enneagram four, but like (laughs) we were collecting plants before this huge boom in 2020. And we don't say that in a way that's like we're better because obviously everybody is welcome (laughs) in the plant community. Um, It's just we have that longer perspective so we know what plant prices were prior to this year um, and what the mood was what it felt like to go plant shopping uh, prior to this like sudden desperation for one rare plants and number two making a lot of money off of those plants and also three like stealing and these new elements that have been more prevalent as of lately so Anyway, that's what we're talking about. But we're going to go off on tangents for about 20 minutes, and then we'll circle back. So (laughs) if you're a skipper... Be honesty. If you're a skipper, this is your time. You know, since we've been collecting for a while, we do get the opportunity to use the line, I remember when that plant was $10. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was just going to say, back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Spider plans were $2. Now they're 20 <laughs> Why? <laughs> but, like, really, why? Like... <laughs> They're having all them babies. I guess. You better pay them a little bit more for all that work they do. I, I mean, you're not wrong. It, that is that is some hard work, <laughs> making babies. Uh, but what's... Well, is it hard work or is it fun work? Anyway, so... Speaking of making babies... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, like, I'm pregnant. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> I hope not. We'll see in a few days here. Uh, I've been trying a lot, but the good Lord just hasn't blessed us. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Mm. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, okay, what have you guys been up to? What's the What's the update? You know that mom on... Uh, What's the mom, the mom on Mean Girls? What's new? What's the hot goss? Like, oh. what's yeah. the hot goss? I'm a cool mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for me, not a lot new. I've been working on. I mean, okay, so we're just gonna talk about sexual health for a hot second. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> But I've been volunteering for that group, you know, the Southwest Center here in Arizona, and we're doing a campaign on anal pap smears, which, yay. Wow. As <laughs> anyone with a cervix knows, like, a pap smear is something you get yearly. But um, I've just been, like, informed of so much on this that I never knew. You guys are both giggling because <laughs> I'm seriously talking <laughs> about pap smears. No. No. But... HPV is the cause of a lot of cancers, and it's present in all of us. Like, more than likely, anyone who is sexually active has come into contact with HPV. But that's where I didn't understand, you know, that HPV is cancer-causing, but also can affect more than just women, more than Mm -hmm. just anybody with a cervix, I should say. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. And I'm really excited. Like this campaign video, we have a couple, like a drag, a local drag queen as an actress in it, and she's going to be the doctor. And I think that's just going to, it's going to make it funny and campy. And that's so fun. But yeah, I'm excited to see it. I love it. Are you editing and filming the whole thing? Yeah, I'm a little anxious about that, just because you know, you know me and my lighting. Like I have to have it <laughs> yeah. spot on, and I'm a one man job here. So like. I'm yeah. I'm nervous yeah. about it because there's other people that I don't know involved. Like there's actors involved that I don't personally know. So I'm just like I've been like researching how to mm. do dialogue shots and editing and all this stuff. But I'm really excited because it's something I mean, I've done something like this before where I did like a parks and recreation spoof with the church that I used to be involved with. We for like our team meetings we would do these skits and I did like a four part series and it turned out really well, but you know, Mm -hmm. that was like seven years ago. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm a little rusty. Yeah. Yeah. The last video you did, which was more of like an interview style video with them was great. I mean, it was so good. Mm -hmm. It was. Well, thank you. I'm really excited. I'm excited to see that range. Yeah. Here's your reminder that anyone who bottoms or anyone that has a cervix or is HIV positive, you need to go get your anal pap smear because you don't want colon cancer and you just need to stay on top of that. Yes, you do. Mm. 
<laughs> there you go. Becca's taking notes. <laughs> I mean, you can't get colon cancer near your mm-hmm. cervix, so they're two different areas, but you know. Yeah. You got that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Okay. So having um, having daughters, like the whole HPV thing is, is scary, you know, and like our oldest is 15, Mia's 13, and then our youngest is 11, but they start talking to you at the doctor about it at like 12, like yeah. Should we start talking about HPV? And I'm like, my kids are not sexually active. I know because we've just went through a <laughs> pandemic and we're still in a pandemic and they don't leave the house. But there's a, it is, it's scary. There's a vaccine for HPV. Yeah. 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 So that's what the doctors are pretty like. That's where they're at in their physicals now is getting the HPV vaccine. I, I don't know if it was if it's my own ignorance or because I present as male but like hpv is not talked about especially like in schools and stuff and in doctors mm-hmm. to people who identify as male or like know it because mm-hmm. i honestly didn't know anything about it and it yeah. affects pretty much everyone so males can have it and they can transmit it to females like and i'm pretty i feel like it's safe to say that like a lot of people in our world who are sexually active have come into contact with it, but they may not know, you know? That's kind of an yeah, invisible thing. I, it, it for sure is. And I didn't really even know that either. More so, like, didn't even really know about it in women. Like, when I was their age, it wasn't, there was no vaccine for it. So it's a relatively new, newer thing that's being talked about more frequently, which is important. Yeah. But, yeah, it's yeah. really cool that you're doing that. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Nicole? How's your week been? Did you get an anal pap smear? I didn't. Um, that may maybe that would have been a highlight of my week. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> I've been doing more packing because uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. It's like three and a half weeks, and I'll be in Arizona, and then there'll be two more humans living in my house. So we're trying to get everything situated and get the kids situated, and it's just like. I'm glad we have the time to do it, but I'm anxious because I just want it to like be done with already, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so there's so much in the process. Like first they they have to sell their house, which they're in the process of doing that. Then it's like moving across the country again. And then it's, you know, finding a house and going through that whole process again. And it's just like, rah. And, you know, I've never owned a house in my life, so I've never been through this process personally. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see, like, how this all plays out and yeah, adulting, you know. Yeah. But that's pretty much it, just packing and kind of going through stuff, purging some things. I actually gave six or seven plants to Mia's stepmom yesterday, which she because she also collects plants. And then, um, so that was exciting because I was like, ooh, at least they're going to a good home, you know. Mm-hmm. They would have wound up in the garbage if it wasn't. I was just done with some of my snake plants. And she's like, I'll take them. I was like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about it. Nothing really over the top over here. Mm. What about you, Becky? For me, I'm sitting here thinking about oat milk. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> was it because of the Super Bowl commercial? No, uh, honestly, I'm so disconnected from football now because I graduated high school and don't have to pretend that I like football for boys I'm dating. Like, thank God. 
Um, <laughs> oh, good for you. I l- little throwback. <laughs> I lived the American high school dream. I was the head cheerleader dating the quarterback. Um, oh my god. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. <laughs> um, no, but anyway. <laughs> I've just been thinking about, okay, because I, I've been thinking a lot about coffee and um, chai. So last weekend, my mother-in-law came to visit us and she's a big coffee drinker and she lives like Mm -hmm. two hours away. So it wasn't really like a big visit, but she just wanted to see us. Um, Anyway, so we, I made her coffee in my like espresso maker. I have a stovetop espresso maker. and Like the Italian version? Yes. Kind of thing? Yes, mm-hmm. okay. And I had some too, and I was like, this is some good shit. Like, why don't this I eat slaps. Oh, mm. It slaps. Becca's getting into coffee. I know. And that really is like the only kind of coffee I enjoy is like es- like espresso drinks. I don't like drip coffee. I think it's so gross. But like, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking like maybe I'll get some coffee. <laughs> Wait, you guys like drip you you guys like drip coffee. I just know it. Gross. Yes. I mean At- Adam gives black coffee what- vibes. It, I drink. I always have drink drank my coffee black. Well, not always, but um, but yeah, I drink black coffee oh. and I drink a drip coffee because that's just what Steve makes in the morning. So I wake up and there's already coffee made. <laughs> oh my god! Oh on top of every other convenience, <laughs> you're living your best life. <laughs> no, I know. I feel lucky, <laughs> and I tell him that. <laughs> that's good. That's very. I, I just. I love that. I love your dynamic. Um, but but yeah. So I was. I made a few like lattes this weekend and I was like, this is good. So I ordered some chai concentrate that I used to drink all the time at, well, you'd put milk in it, obviously, but I used to um, drink it at a coffee shop in Tucson that I just loved and I haven't found a good chai in Colombia and it's honestly sad. Like Starbucks chai is always suitable, but like I've tried some local shops and I'm like, this is straight up the nastiest thing I've ever tried in my life. Really? So, yeah. Well, there was one downtown that I liked, but not the, not the point. Not the one that's close to me. You know what I mean? I don't want to drive 30 minutes to get a good cup of chai. So I ordered the concentrate, and the bottle is, like, this big. Like, we're talking... She's holding for, her hands, like, a, a foot tall, 12 inches? Yeah, maybe? it's, like, 12 inches tall, like, <laughs> 64 ounces. It's so much. So it'll last me probably, like, a year. But anyway, so I got that. <laughs> and I'm thinking about some milk alternatives, because I think... I drank some dairy milk and cheese and a, this, like another form of dairy yogurt last weekend. And when I tell you, I paid <laughs> for that. <laughs> I paid. <laughs> and I had no idea. Like, I've, this has only happened to me a few times. This when I eat like a lot of dairy. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. So uh, I haven't eaten dairy since. And well, okay, I, I have eaten cheese. I'll I'll admit that I've eaten some goat I cheese. I can't stop eating cheese. I love it. That's the cheese one thing. Delicious. I could easily go vegetarian easily because meat isn't. I don't crave meat, um, and I've considered mm-hmm. it. But I couldn't go vegan because I love cheese so much. But not even necessarily cow cheese. Like I love goat cheese the most. Mm-hmm. But in any case, okay. But like, cow's milk is gross. I I honestly don't think so. And I was watching this TikTok that was like, if you drink cow's milk still, you're disgusting. And I was like, I am, I guess. I am like, offended. 
Like, you're right. I am disgusting. But um, you're not disgusting. It's just like, I just think, well, for one, we're not supposed to drink cow's milk. We're just, we were never, our bodies are not designed to, to handle that. Like we're not cows, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oat milk is delicious. I will tell you though. Is it like creamy? It makes me. You can get it. Well, you can get it regular. You can get it extra creamy. They have an extra creamy one. I think the brand is. Oh shoot! Now I forgot. It's in my fridge. I'll tell you when we're done. Okay. Um, but it makes me super gassy. Super gassy. I can confirm. <laughs> TMI. Right? So I don't well, know. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about your farts. <laughs> I'm just oh, I've never farted in front of you. <laughs> no, you haven't. Okay. <laughs> but like, I'll have a bowl of like, cause we get we get soy milk, but we're very careful with it. Like, we don't drink it a lot. I know you have to be careful with soy milk. Um, almond milk, the kids don't like, but I like it. Like, I I like any type of nut milk, really. Mm-hmm. But oat milk is delicious, and I like it the most. But if I try to have a bowl of cereal before going to bed, forget it. Like, it's I'm I'm awake. Dutch oven baby. <laughs> yes. Here's That's my really question: funny. Do oats have nipples? How do we get the milk out? <laughs> uh oh, he doesn't get it. Um. <laughs> also, I've, listen, sweetie. <laughs> Sweetie. No, go ahead. Um, I've seen people make it like with cheesecloth at home. Oh. Yeah. You just soak it. I think you blend it and then you squeeze through with cheesecloth and then that's the oat milk. Um, yeah. But I've been looking for a milk alternative because I would like to wean myself off because... Well, hold on, Adam. You're being very quiet on this milk talk because I know you <laughs> love cow's milk. Oh, yeah. I drink it all the time. Okay, speak And up. I suffer the consequences. She's like, can you? Like, my body's She's like, we don't like this. But I'm like, screw you. I'm still dipping these cookies in it. I'm still going to drink a big glass of milk. What is it with, like, Midwest men, Midwest people? They just love a big glass of milk. Yes. Because they got them cows out in the backyard. That is honest. <laughs> like, I'll eat milk with my cereal. Oh, hi, Daniel. <laughs> I'm talking about you again. Okay, so last week's or two, three weeks ago, I don't remember the podcast when I was talking about how I like watching Daniel chop wood. Remember that? Yeah. Did he walk in while you were saying that? He walked in while I was listening to it because we listen to the podcast, obviously. So, well, he doesn't. Uh-huh. I mean, we, I mean, the royal we. Um, yeah. So he walks down and we in the, he walks down in the exact moment where I'm like, I just like to objectify him, and he's like, "What is what? Did you say that on your podcast?" And I was like, "No." This is just the draft. This is a real. This is a recorded conversation I have with Nicole and Adam every week. I was so embarrassed, but I could tell that he liked it. Like, what guy does not like to be gassed up like that? Like, he looks good. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about it. Stop looking at me like that. You know you liked it. (laughs) What? I don't remember saying I liked it. Wait, get Daniel on the podcast. You don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. We all know. Come here, Dan. (laughs) Tell them that you liked it. Come speak into the mic. Did you you hear me when I came in? No, what'd you say? I was doing the Ric Flair. I don't know what that is. Come here. Come closer to the mic. Wait, that's Hulk Hogan, isn't it? The Ric Flair. I don't know. You're wasting our time. Come here. <laughs> I don't know what Ric Flair is. Daniel, were you flattered when I objectified you online? <laughs> no comment. 
<laughs> no. What? I need an answer to this Ric Flair thing because for some reason I'm thinking, oh yeah, but I feel like that's Hulk Hogan. So what did you say? That's Ric Flair. Isn't oh uh, yeah the Kool Aid Man? We do the Ric Flair when I came in. Can you do it again? Or let me back up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rick yeah, Flair. I know what he's talking about. Oh, damn. I have no you just, idea. You can just tell him that I was an Ultimate Warrior fan. Um, maybe you need to start watching some WWE. No, maybe I don't. Down. Okay. Um, Adam <laughs> says that he was a fan of Warrior Flair. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Oh. What do you think of that? I don't watch Ultimate Warrior, so I don't know. He anyway. was a wrestler. He might be too WWE old for Daniel, though. growing up. Like he, he said you might be too young. Because well, <laughs> my Before when I was younger, warrior, right? no, the ultimate the ultimate warrior is a wrestler. The ultimate warrior <laughs> is a wrestler. But he was before, like, Sting and Goldust and all of those people. But he was before Sting and Goldust and all those people. Oh, okay. Wait, aren't we the same age? Adam, how old are you? Yeah. 35? 35. Thir- 36? I was born oh, no. 36? <laughs> 35? I don't remember. I was born Adam's in like, 85. Oh, he's five years older than you. Oh, okay. That's why. You're okay. 35. Oh, I, but I came a little bit later. Right. I moisturize, so I look younger. <laughs> he says he moisturizes. <laughs> so does Dan now. Thank God. Well, it's Good. Simple. Well, you were moisturizing before. We got into a little skincare routine. Well, it's just because, you know, it's dry skin. You know, it's just... It's- it's also just—you don't need to justify it. It's Listen to a straight man being <laughs> feeling like his masculinity is getting attacked <laughs> for moisturizing, like putting lotion on his face. <laughs> he said, "Well, I mean, uh, dry skin. Uh, it's yeah, just the dry skin. It's because we move states." <laughs> We're just talking about how straight people like love to not do skincare. <laughs> you, no, he's not offended. Okay, good. No, Dan can take hey. a joke, and it's true. My, I can take a joke. my dog just opened up the door. I can also take a joke. It's just your jokes aren't even funny. <laughs> <laughs> my jokes are hilarious. They're not. All right, uh, end of marital discourse. Like, please. <laughs> Gauntlet's been thrown. Oh. oh my gosh, Jazzy. Am I going to hear Prime. that tongue in post? <laughs> it's Prime. Yeah, you are. Oh. I apologize. Oh my Prime gosh, the way he looks at you is just, oh. I love the yawn. Oh, he's so a tired little boy. He literally opened the door to my office right now. Busted in like the caps. <laughs> the dog just busted in like the caps. It's <laughs> one of my favorite Nicolaisms. Okay, don't know what we were talking about, but... Oh, we were talking about milk. Anyway, I'm on a milk journey, and that's that's <laughs> all that I need to say. That Also, it is freezing. Freezing, 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 freezing. <laughs> Negative temperatures. It's appalling. Yeah. I'm offended. Um, <laughs> what I've... Do you remember in October when we were talking about February? Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember. But the good, the like redeeming thing is that the days are getting much longer. So, mm-hmm. thank God. Yeah, I've noticed that here too. The sun is staying out to like 
six thirty-seven, and I'm like, oh, Ooh, yes. I miss that. Yeah, the sun's out till like coming back five thirty-six here. So that's yeah. really good. Yeah, that's really good. And then there's snow on the ground, so like the moon is lighting up everything so it appears to be brighter than it is yes i was noticing that i opened up all the windows in my um my plant room and it was like so bright in there despite the sky being disgusting because it was all reflecting off the snow (laughs) yeah when okay well first i need to comment on milk (laughs) have you guys (laughs) seen that okay i don't know why but sometimes i just watch news bloopers on youtube because it's just funny to me but have you seen the blooper where a bomb threat was called to a Home Depot? And so, like, the news person was, like, casting on it. And they said that, you know, a person in the bathroom said, you know, that <laughs> they had a bomb or whatever. But then as the story goes on, the newscaster has to read that the gentleman said he was fixing to blow up the bathroom <laughs> and that he was misunderstood. And then the newscaster is just laughing and, like, she can't even get it out. <laughs> That's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I was just trying to be courteous to other people in there. (laughs) Oh my mercy! Um, Oh, that's good. Okay, but yeah, about the full moon. When I was a young boy, I had a paper route, so I think for a good like six years, I delivered papers in my small town, and my mom was adamant that on Sundays the paper was delivered to our house at like two in the morning. And she was adamant that we had to go fold them and deliver them right after they were dropped off in bulk because she wanted the older folks in town to be able to have their paper when they woke up at like six in the morning. So I loved when there was a full moon because I'm afraid of the dark. So I was having to like ride my bike in the middle of the night around town to deliver papers. But when there was a full moon, I just felt like this extra security and that like I wasn't going to die. I don't know why. That's how you get murdered. Yeah, this is not a child yeah, but... of the 80s. Like, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. I'll say. <laughs> wow. Seriously, though. Wow, wow, wow. But yeah. I didn't know wow. paper boys really existed. They used to just, like, drive around in a car and someone would throw it out the window in my neighborhood. <laughs> um, I would, like, people who couldn't walk very well, I would actually, like, walk it into their house and, like, hand it to them. And then I would, like, have little 10-minute conversations with them. And honestly, it was, like, the highlight of my day. I would get so attached Aww. to those people. Wow. Yeah. That's really sweet. That's so special. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should talk about our topic, considering we've had milk talk. We've had... Wait, Adam didn't talk about milk. Wait, well, what do you want me to say? I drink milk. I drink cow's milk. <laughs> no, but you were like, wait, I have to talk about milk. Well, and then you went the, to the full moon. The poop thing. The blowing up oh, the, the bathroom. Oh, the poop thing. Okay, wait, are you okay, a got it, got it, got 2% it. guy or a whole whole milk guy? Whole milk. I get whole uh, milk vibes. No, I drink 2%. Okay. As long as you don't drink skim. People who drink I skim. I used to drink skim. Me too. I, I grew up on skim milk. I'm surprised yeah. I made it out alive. Yeah. <laughs> no substance. Yeah, my mom used to make us drink whole milk, and then she read an article in TV Guide at one point that was talking about whole milk being bad. So then we immediately went from whole milk to skim milk, which was an adjustment. Whiplash. <laughs> yeah, now my I'm back God. to 2%. Yeah. I I grew up on 2%. I, yeah, I grew up on it. But Mia, when she was born, she had, like, she had an intolerance to cow's milk because as babies... Like after you have, 
your baby's supposed to be like breastfed for a year or however long they they breastfeed for or on formula for at least a year but then usually mothers switch over to cow's milk Mm -hmm. so i tried that because that's what i was told 13 years ago and she was just like nope it's not gonna Mm -hmm. happen so then we moved to soy which i was told and then i did some research and i was like nope so she pretty we just drank almond milk for a majority of her childhood okay raised on almond milk wow Wow. Child of the 2000s. Wow. I just. Child of the 2000s. Wow, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have got to tell you that when you, when your bangs fully grow out, like if, if there is not a moment where you're in share cosplay, I don't think I'm going to be friends with you anymore. Wait, wait, sorry. It it cut out. Say it again. It cut out. Oh, Okay. (laughs) I was saying that when your bangs fully grow out, if you don't do some share cosplay, then I'm going to be not friends with you anymore. Oh, my god! I'll be sunny. I can do, I can put on a mustache and we can do like, I got you, babe, together. Dun, dun, oh, my gosh. That's dun, incredible. If I could turn back time. We have done cosplay <laughs> together. We did some Mamma Mia. Yeah, we did. <laughs> It got like three views. Like we need to bring that back. <laughs> Repost it now that both of our TikToks, like people actually look at them. Yeah, all I had to do was post some thirsty things, and I got the followers. There you go. <laughs> Those leggings. Did the leggings like help out your page? Did that bring a lot of people? Yeah. And honestly, it helped out my life because those leggings are freaking comfortable. <laughs> That's so funny. And that booty, that booty looked chef's kiss. Are they? So are they like meant to go up your butt or do they just look like they're up your butt with like the... They kind of look like it. (laughs) Yeah. They like ruffle in the center, but I think they kind of like, it just nestles in there. Yeah. Just like a warm hug. Right. Like a warm hug. Becca, your hair video got some, got some plays. My hair video. That hair trick that you did. Oh. Way back in the day. Yeah, the one way back when, that stupid TikTok I spent three seconds on. That went viral? It literally went viral for no reason. It's so annoying. I've made so much good content on TikTok, but that one is the one that goes up to a million. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Anyway. Um. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, n- now I suppose that it's a, a nice time to get into the topic 30 minutes later. Um, let's let's talk <laughs> about this. So, plant shopping in a pandemic, I guess, or just plant shopping as of now what are our thoughts on like well first i want to ask like how has plant shopping changed for you in the pandemic in 2020 i mean now we have pandemic in 2020 and pandemic in 2021 but yeah yeah how is the how's like all of this changed plant shopping for you I was thinking about this the other day and I was actually going through some older videos to get some inspo for some future content (laughs) for myself. (laughs) 
And um, I noticed I did a lot of plant shopping in 2019. Like it was the year of plant shopping. And I feel like that's when the plants were like the best priced, you Mm -hmm. know, like I can go out with like 50 bucks and come home with some nice plants or like a really nice plant. And I think that the reason plant shopping has changed so drastically for me is because Well, for a few things. One is the pandemic, obviously. Like, for the first six months of 2020, people were not even leaving their houses, (laughs) let alone going plant shopping. Mm -hmm. Two, you know, a lot of the plant shopping I did, I would do a video on, and it was like this whole adjustment to wearing face masks and actually going out of your house and doing a video outside, and it just didn't seem like the right thing to do. I'm putting up air quotes. Um, plus I really wasn't going out. Like I wasn't, I wasn't leaving my house. And then three, I think it was just like lack of income because our business was so affected and there just wasn't extra money for me to spend on plants. But I don't know. I, I feel like that's probably the case for a lot of people in 2020. I remember, I remember like looking online at plant prices and just thinking like wow is this just because plants are online and they're expensive because it's including like shipping Mm -hmm. and and all that or is this really the price of some plants (laughs) because i had nothing to compare it to because i wasn't in the stores so i don't know and then for like a lot of plant shops were closed like you couldn't you couldn't go to plant shops for a good chunk of 2020 my favorite plant shop is still closed actually plant shop chicago they haven't reopened yet really yeah, I mean they're still in business. They're doing like online orders, but they're they're closed. Their brick and mortars closed because they're just being safe, you know. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing for me is just like lack of income and just not leaving my house. But I don't know. What about you, Adam? Well, I'm trying to figure out like if it was the point I was in my in the hobby is why because I don't. I mean, there may be a handful of times in 2020 when I purchased a plant. So I'm trying to, like, think, is that because of, like, where I am in the journey of my plant hobby, or is that due to other factors such as the the pandemic? Oh, Oh, God. Let's call it what it is. (laughs) I've converted to a conservative. (laughs) Oh, no. Um... Hey guys, (laughs) but I'm trying to think like, I don't, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or the price gouging or what it is, but you know, shopping for plants has not been something that I've, I've done a lot. Um, and yesterday I actually made a post of like a Hoya Hushkaliania. I can never pronounce (laughs) that one. And I had to just Google to, to spell it right because I wanted to make sure I spelled it right and when I googled it obviously pulls up like shopping and I saw the price that that plant was going for and I was shocked like really three and the leaves on that plant regardless of what my picture on Instagram look like the leaves are small like they're penny size maybe dime size mm-hmm. and like a three leaf cutting was going for $50 and I'm just like I was I was taken aback wow. so I don't spend a lot of time searching for plants online now. I used to. And obviously, like when I started in 2018, 2019, I was 
plant shopping a lot. Like I was growing mm-hmm. my collection. I was seeing what I could care for, what did well in my environment, what didn't do well, what what plants um, had needs that I could care for, which ones had needs I couldn't care for, all that stuff. Um, and that just kind of fell off in 2020 for me personally. I, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I still love plants and I would still like to get new plants, but I don't do Facebook so that's hard because it seems like a lot of people trade on Facebook and it's just that's something that just scares me as far as just being on Facebook, not trading on Facebook. Um, yeah. But then prices right now are just, I mean, it's just the difference from when we all started till now is just, mm-hmm. it's just baffling. And I understand economics and capitalism, but oof. Yeah, I think that it's actually interesting because I made a video at the beginning of 2020 talking about like all my hopes and dreams for 2020 and one of the things that I said is I want my channel to be more focused on appreciating the plants that I have and like cultivating I mean this wasn't my exact words but basically like cultivating relationships with them and figuring out what they need and slowing down on shopping which was actually perfect because you 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 foreshadowed that shit perfectly. Yeah I know I feel like I wanted my <laughs> channel to go in that direction anyway and I feel like if my channel had been, like, shopping, shopping, shopping. Because, like, we were all plant shopping. Like, I feel like... We were. Mm-hmm. It just, like, wouldn't have worked. You know what I mean? So I had to... I shifted it in a different direction. And it worked out really well, timing-wise. But, yeah, like, I used to really love online plant shopping. It used to be so exciting to me. But now it's not at all. And I just way prefer shopping in person. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of that is probably having to do with the fact that stuck inside for the better part of a year and didn't, I don't think I went plant shopping until like September, maybe, maybe yeah. August. I don't know. It was, a, it was quite a while mm-hmm. until I went out and um, it just like felt so good to be in a nursery again and it just felt so good. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, I think like my plant purchasing has really shifted in that like I'm not so much looking to acquire like quote unquote rare expensive plants because plants that were expensive in 2019 and 2018 are like what's the word beyond expensive now unachievable unachievable I don't yeah yeah we said that at the same time on my end. You did. We that was did. really cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's now just like absolutely unachievable. Impossible. Ba-na-na. Impossible. Wait, stop. Cinderella is coming to Disney Plus, I think, the one with Brandy and Whitney Houston. <gasps> yeah. Fun. Which is such an amazing version of Cinderella, if you haven't seen it yet. I just had to throw that out there with the impossible. I love that. I love that. That's it's okay. an iconic. We will be watching it's it as a family. It's an iconic film. It is. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what plant shopping looked like for me this year. I mean, I did, I did still buy a few things, but the plants that I bought were mostly basic, fun, mm-hmm. quote unquote basic. You know, things that you could definitely find at the nursery uh, if you looked a little harder. Right. But the nurseries here in the Midwest are so good. Like I'm shook. I, <laughs> I am absolutely shook. Like I cannot believe this. Like compares. It's funny you say that because me being in an Arizona nursery with all the cactus, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, we don't have this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The cactus selections, like I've been to a few places where they had a big cactus selection, but it wasn't anything like remarkable or unique. I'm 
it's mediocre at best. I'm just used to seeing like so many (laughs) unique cacti, like so that doesn't necessarily happen here. But houseplants, like you cannot find a calathea in Tucson. You will never like if you do. It's like (laughs) the the peacock one with like the round leaves, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's just rattlesnake. You'll probably find, but it it's just super. Anyway. Now come to think about it, I I think the last time I actually was in an actual plant nursery was with you guys when we went to um, Desert Desert of the Southwest. What is it called? Plants. Is that what it's called? Plants for the Southwest. Plants of the Southwest. That was in like February, I think. Yeah. Wait, did you guys go into any places when you were visiting Tucson? I mean, when you were visiting Phoenix? Oh no, that's right. We yeah, did. We did. We, did. Did. we, we, did. we went to go. Michael did a video I about do this it. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> we literally went plant shopping that day to multiple plant stores. Yeah, we got Della Tanks. So oh, anyway, mercy. um, yeah. So never mind. Michael is the CEO of forgetting the last time she did something. <laughs> Listen, I smoked a little too much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the like I haven't been back to the other nursery I go to in Chicago. I just haven't been there. I know they're open, but I haven't. Um, and then, like I said, Plant Shop Chicago has been closed, and those are really the only two close nurseries to me that I go to, like proximity wise. So. I should venture out. I really should. I should just go. Mm-hmm. What's that one that you like love, good. Adam? Ted's Greenhouse? Here in town or in Illinois? Oh. The, is it in Illinois? The one that you're like obsessed with? You like want to go there all the time? <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. T- Ted's start... Greenhouse. It, is, that, is that the one or was it like Maryfield or something like that? A Whitfield? Gretchen, Gretchen works in Maryfield, which is in Virginia. So, oh wait, what did Nicole just say? Wet, wh- Whit, Whitfield, Whitfield, Whitfield like nursery. Whit, Whitfield. Yeah, Whitfield. I mean, okay. So I've been to nurseries that are local. Like there's Summer Winds here in Arizona. There's Whitfield and there's Barrage. I just don't do videos, and maybe I should because I know people appreciate them. But for some reason, plant shopping videos are not, it's just, it's not my favorite thing to do. Did you fart or did the, 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 did the dog fart? Cooper farted. It's bad. Oh. She's fanning a <laughs> fart in the middle of my talking. I thought you were trying to get a fungus gnat at first, but then I was like, no, she's not doing the smash and, smash and slide method. She's waving. No. It's not how you catch a fungus gnat. Cooper had diarrhea on our carpet this morning, so I think his stomach is upset. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, Coopy did a poopy. And he when stained I was back our in carpet. Illinois, when I was back in Illinois, there was a an intake air vent right by the front door, and Cuddy got sick. <laughs> Once and he, had, I came home and he had had diarrhea, but he was like trying to get by the door and he literally shat down this entire air intake <laughs> vent. And I was like, "How am I gonna clean this? It was the worst." Oh my god! Did it just oh. go throughout the entire house? Yes, it was awful. No. Oh my god! That gosh. is incredible. He's like, "This is what you get for leaving me when I have a stomach I mean, ache." <laughs> yeah, he got it on the carpet too, but <laughs> oh man. 
Poor Cuddy. Oh my god. Oh. So, um, what were we just talking about though? Okay, Before... so Ted's. That's in Illinois. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Ted's Greenhouse is in Illinois. They have a wonderful cactus selection there, which is, I am still baffled that my good friend, Nicole, has not heeded my advice and went and visited them. Still baffled okay, listen. by it. In my defense, in my defense, it's like over an hour away. Oh my gosh. It was like a two hour drive for me. Build a bridge, get over it. <laughs> I know. I have to go. It's on, Listen, it's on my list. If I wasn't on my phone FaceTime you guys right now, I would prove to you that I have a list of nurseries I need to visit. And Ted's Greenhouse is number one, I promise. Okay. I will get there. And they, I hear there's such a great greenhouse. Yeah. Like, I hear nothing but good things about them. So, which brings us to our next topic. Like, reputable <laughs> Nicole's sellers. Like, let's move on. <laughs> let's move, let's move on out. from... Bullying me? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like trusting who you're buying from. Let's talk about, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a moment in time. Um, That's something that's been coming up a lot is sellers being called out, sellers being exposed and not even in mean ways. Like honestly, just people sharing like, this is what happened to me. And then a bunch of people come forward and be like, same I think it's it's kind of scary because it's like, you know, you see people you see people selling plants online, and it's this is probably another reason why I'm just not on Facebook and I'm not in any groups. It's just because I know it happens a lot more over there, or from what I hear. But I don't know. Like my first instinct is to be like, "Oh, you're a plant seller. Like you're selling plants. Like I trust you." Like I don't know why that's like my first initial reaction to be like you must have been doing this for a long time and mm-hmm. you know you Google and make sure that you're you know paying the right price for the plant and the plant looks good in the pictures which pictures deceiving. folks as a photographer are very deceiving mm-hmm. uh, you can do some photoshopping on some pictures let me tell you um, you just have to be careful because. There's just so many people, especially during the pandemic, who are hurting for money, who are desperate for money, who will scam you. And there's never a good reason to scam someone. And it's just really scary. And it's sad that it's come to the plant community, you know? Yeah, I will say that. that, I mean, this has happened outside of the pandemic, too. So, like, I'm not discounting what you said, Nicole, but this is some, you know, it goes kind of both ways. But... I mean, is there a big deal to mention, like, the name of the story that we posted yesterday? I don't think Oh, it I is. don't care if we do. Yeah, I don't really care either. So, Siloyliet. Siloyliet? We talked about her before. Siloyliet. Vivian is her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She posted about this Instagram account. It's at that plant boy. Now, I will say that I have seen ads for this account constantly on my Instagram ads about selling wow, plants really? like I think this person buys ads and they've had it multiple different websites um, but just illustrating a point this person has scammed scammed so many people out of money and Vivian on her Instagram has an entire highlights bubble just from people giving their experience with this person and there's probably so many more people out there who haven't been included in that highlight bubble but from taking money never giving plants or sending rotted plants 
But I feel like the majority of the ones that I heard were people who like never got a plant, never mm-hmm. got a response, yeah. never could get in contact. Their money was gone. And then the plants that they thought they bought were for sale again at a later date. The same pictures. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah. you know, I did this with my New Life Tropicals order back in, you know, 2018, where I placed the order because I saw cheap plants and I was like, yes. And then... I started looking for reviews and that point at that point there was none. I think my YouTube video, I had searched YouTube for New Life Tropicals and I think my video may have been one of the first ones from from that company. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. like as far as like a review. I found reviews on like Reddit for people saying like this is how my plants came, but I've never I didn't see anything on YouTube. Uh, so that was a little bit of a gamble, but you know, I think there's a lot of information about that person specifically, that plant boy online, um, and their practices with their business. So, uh, I would definitely suggest make sure you're buying from a reputable seller before you buy. Like, not one of those things yeah. where you buy the plants and then you try to contact them and be like, you know, wait, I've seen some bad reviews, kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. it's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I think. I think that that is where I got my elbow. I think it was that plant boy. Um, now that really? this name is being tossed around a lot, like I know that I bought my elbow from someone who other people had a horrible experience with. And I happened to get really lucky and I got the plant on time. It was so healthy. I still have it. But I was talking to a few other people and they were like, my plant was completely rotted. I asked for... Uh, like rotted beyond the point of what would happen during shipping, you know, because there's a normal amount yeah. of rotting that occurs sometimes if it's taking a long yeah. time to ship or something. But like it was beyond that or something. And she could not get through like he wasn't answering emails. He wasn't he just wasn't following good customer service practices. But I felt really lucky and I have not like publicly said where I got that plant from because I don't want people to buy from him if that's the majority Mm -hmm. of people's experiences so I think that's also important too like just because you had a good experience it it doesn't really mean that much when so many so so many people had a horrible experience like you got lucky and you shouldn't take the risk again I think well and on top of that um I have empathy for people, especially people who struggle with mental illness, because I've been in the boat where I have not wanted to do things. Like if I was a plant seller and I had 50 orders, I've been in the boat where I haven't wanted to like even like dive into that headspace of like I have to get these orders packed, like where I can't get off the couch, that kind of thing. But this this person and if they do battle with these, then I feel like they should do the right thing and shut their shop down because... It just seems like for the better part of a year and a half, they've just been taking money and money and money mm-hmm. and then yeah. not doing anything. They've turned off comments. They've turned off at mentions. Like when people are turning off comments on Instagram, you know that something's going on because nobody right. would be turning off comments just because they just don't want to look at them. Like they're probably because they're full of people saying like, where's my plant, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That and the fact that he had to change or they had to change their name multiple times is a is a big red flag. 
You know, I think those yeah. are things that you have to look for. Has has this person ever sold under another name before? Do they have multiple websites? Because if you need to start your business over, clearly you're just trying to clear your name so right. you can start over again. And it sounds like this person's just been doing that, like you said, for the better year and a half. Yeah. But about the review thing, like... It's such a catch 22 because I'm a, I'm a business and I know that, you know, what a bad review can do for your business. Mm -hmm. And it's, I try not to read too deep into reviews, but at the same time, I feel like that's something that you need to, you need to tell yourself, like, are you comfortable moving forward with this purchase? And it seems like a lot of people read the, read the bad reviews and were like, you know what, I'm just going to give them a, I'm just going to give them a chance. Like, I'm just going to try it. And I feel like that's something that you need to do. Or like you, Adam, with NSC Tropicals, like you went ahead and put your money into a company that had no reviews. New life. Like everybody starts. New Life Tropicals. I'm sorry. New Life Tropicals. <laughs> sorry. Um, everybody starts somewhere. So like if you don't have reviews, how are you going to build those reviews if nobody purchases anything? So it's like it's a catch 22. But I just feel like, you know, if you're using your hard earned saved money and you've been saving for a plant and you just, you know, like you, you really want this plant. I would just do your research, like try to do as much research as you possibly can yeah. so that you're not mm -hmm. disappointed. If you don't care and you're just like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Got some cash to throw away. You know, then it's, it's, I guess it's different, you know? Yeah. But there's another one. I don't remember what it's called. You might, you guys might remember like local garden something yeah local greenhouse i was i know someone who just posted about that today so let me look it up yeah ashley talked about them oh yesterday and uh oh, yeah. planting the world I red she story. talked about it and like my experience with them was i was recommended to them by a friend who i definitely trust and it just didn't go well for me like nothing went bad as in i, I got my money back like pretty much what happened was they didn't ship the plant when they were supposed to, so I followed up twice, like a couple weeks apart via email, and they got back to me and said they'd just been really busy and backed up, and I was like, hey, that's totally fine, like, you don't have that much staff, like, whatever, like, I feel like I'm a very understanding person, and then they said, okay, we're going to be shipping it out next week, and then the next week happened, and I got an email that my order was canceled, and I got a refund, so, and, mm. uh, I posted how I was disappointed that I thought I was going to get this plant, but I didn't. And Steve, yeah, I've killed that, messaged me and was like, was it this company? And I was like, yeah, it was. And he said, yeah, the same thing happened to me. So hmm. I don't, I wouldn't was, say, huh? Sorry, it was called Local Gardens Plant Shop. Yeah. And okay. And I was talking to Ashley about it and she said like before the pandemic, they were really great, but I think during the pandemic, they've been super overwhelmed and understaffed, and it's just, they can't work to the capacity that they're selling or trying to sell or something. So, yeah. again, I don't know if it's grounds for being blacklisted as a seller. I don't know the details. I mean, I know that I got my money back, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah, that's, gr that's great. Yeah. I, I feel like that I f like I'm trying to think as a small business myself, you know, right. and I feel like these things happen, you know, there was a huge plant boom, quote unquote, in 2020, mm -hmm. like it, it's, it's gotten so much bigger since when we started. And 
I feel like that that can happen to any smaller nursery or smaller plant seller. But at what point do you put the brakes on and just put your shop on hold and be like, we don't have the, you know, manpower Mm -hmm. to get this, these orders fulfilled or like, we don't have the plants in stock or like whatever the case is, at what point do you as a business say, I'm going to have to shut this down for now and then like come back, you know? That would be the smartest thing. And that's a really tough call. So I I understand like what's like going on with them. If that's what's happening, like that's a tough call to make. What's not a tough call is communication. Like communicating effectively and saying like, look, this is the situation we're in. Like it it may take a little longer and that's fine because we're all, all of us are logical people. We would understand Mm -hmm. like, and obviously if some business is stressed, I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't care. I paid for this. Send it out tomorrow. Like, I'd be mm-hmm. like, whenever you get, just like you said, Becca, whenever you get to it, no worries. And just checking up on it. But when you start to avoid right. messages, you start to avoid emails, you start to block people. Like, that's, that's shady. not okay. Yeah. 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 And I agree with Nicole, like it's hard, reviews are hard. And me, like, especially like if I buy something online, not regarding plants. I always tend to focus on the four-star and three-star reviews. I never go mm-hmm. to the one-star because usually it's just people who had a fluke situation and they just wanted to be mad at somebody. And the five-stars I don't trust because a lot of the times I just feel like friends and family are doing those. <laughs> but Or they could be paid for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'd focus on the four and the three-star, like the middle ground people, because like, I think they give the most honest... So if you're yeah. in a platform where you can see those, that's my suggestion, my pro tip. Mm-hmm. Not that it's that mm-hmm. much of a pro tip, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, just when you're looking at reviews in general, like I like to look at them as in, is this a user error? And is this a one time, right. like you said, a fluke? Because a lot of the mm-hmm. time I'll read Google reviews and like this, ha- I was looking at hair salons because I was going to get a haircut and then I thought I had COVID so I canceled it, but I didn't have COVID. It's just the whole thing. <laughs> but I was looking at hair salons and this company, this person gave the company like a one star review because they're like, I can't figure out your website. And I'm like, well, that's so <laughs> annoying because their website was. And people don't. They don't get it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And like people, people don't understand what a one star review does to the, to like the reviews in general. Mm -hmm. Like if a company has only five reviews and they're all great and someone comes in and was like, I can't figure out your website and gives it a one star review. It's going to drop that ranking way down and Google favors, you know, five star reviews. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like. It just, it sucks. It sucks so bad. Yeah, it's hard. That people do that. It's hard. Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> The only time I'll give like a negative review on something is if I truly have a terrible experience and I know that it wasn't like just me or the it's like a product on Amazon or something. I'll be, I'll be honest on Amazon. I don't, I don't care. But yeah, same with small businesses. Like, it's just so important to understand, like, I don't know, there's so much more to it. Not that small businesses are exempt from getting bad reviews because there's definitely bad ones out there. But, you know, there's just so much more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they live off of that stuff. So what about some best practices as far as like buying a plant or trading a plant off Facebook? Because in my mm-hmm. head, I'm thinking of... um 
for some reason, I'm just thinking of request pictures. Like if you're uncertain that a node is healthy, then it's totally fine to request a picture of the cut part of the node and to see, yeah. you know, even maybe a video. And if, and if you have a seller that's not willing to do that, then move on. Because that yeah. just, to me, that yeah. just says that something's not okay there. Your gut feeling is correct. And you need to just like pass on that plant regardless on where it was on your wish list. Yeah. And that's on Facebook. Yeah. Or yeah. trading. Or Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say I would, I would personally suggest a video because again, pictures can be edited more so than video can be edited. And I feel like if you're having a conversation with someone, if they, if they're like, oh yeah, sure. I'll send you a video when I get home later today. It's, it's probably going to be more genuine it being a video because a picture, like they could have had this plant for six months and they could have taken a picture of it when they got it and claim that's what it looks like now. And it's not the case, you know? So I would, I would say video over, over picture, like not to, you know, say that you were wrong or anything, Adam, but like, I just feel like that's more of a, for sure thing that you're getting Mm -hmm. true information just sucks that you can't trust people you know like you want to and the (laughs) thing about like facebook especially like in um bst groups buy sell trade groups they they do Mm -hmm. it in a format where it happens so fast like they post the picture one photo usually of one plant with the price and then you comment sold and this this exchange happens in seconds so mm-hmm. it's you don't know like you don't have time to like ask for pictures of this and that so i would say like for sure be careful in those situations like it's it's fun there's it's a rush for sure but every time mm-hmm. i bought a plant from something like that i've regretted it and i was like this isn't what i thought i just wanted the rush of like getting it so those things have their place but yeah mm-hmm. and i would say in those cases too then then make the payments in in some form where you can dispute paypal, PayPal. A credit card. I work at a bank, so I understand, like, debit card disputes. And there's a time frame that you have. So, like, in the situation of that plant boy, if you've paid for a plant and he won't get back to you and it's been a month, you really should start the dispute process if you paid with a bank card or a credit card because there is a time frame that you have from reporting that and starting that process. But PayPal, goods and services, you can do disputes through them. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just make sure you cover yourself in those situations. If someone's not willing to take PayPal or they're not, you know, willing to do credit cards, then, you know, I don't know. It seems a little fishy. Yeah. I actually bought a plant from someone a couple months ago or no, no, years ago. It was my Monstera Standaliana and I I paid for it with PayPal. And she was like, oh, do you want to like cancel that and pay for it in goods and services instead? And I was like, oh, well, because I paid it, like, as a friend, you know? Okay. Because if you pay oh. under, as a friend, like, not goods and services, you, it's a lot harder to dispute. Yeah. Correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. So she asked me, and that that's a good seller. I was like, I always think about that. I'm like, what a good person to, like, be willing to be, have this payment be disputed. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. something that's so important I didn't think that that was important until I had that conversation with her and she's like well it's usually just better to do it that way just in case something goes wrong um, 
which was very nice. She totally did not have to teach me that. But pay with PayPal goods and services. And you don't even need to have a PayPal yeah. account, right, to pay with PayPal. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, yeah, you do. I think so because you have to find a way to add. You have to add in your bank account somewhere if you're going to pay through PayPal. Because mm, it's got to take money from somewhere. But I can't. I feel like I've paid on a website through PayPal and I didn't log into PayPal. I don't know. Well, some businesses can send you invoices through PayPal, and then you can just say pay invoice, and then you might not have to log in. You can just put in payment information, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or maybe your computer or your phone has like your info saved. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think it's going to be a sketchy purchase. PayPal. Have either of you ever disputed something with PayPal and won? I don't think I've ever had to. I've no. never had to dispute either. Okay. I mean, the lesson the lesson here, I guess, is, uh, and I, this is like the age-old tale, but if it sounds too good to be true, chances are it, it is. is. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to deal with that with sometimes people come into the bank and be like, oh, this person said that they would pay me $10,000, but I just need to cash this check and send them $1,000 back. And I'm like, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Do I have a story for you? Oh, oh my no. gosh. Please don't tell me you did this. I mean, some of these people were out thousands of dollars because of the check that they cashed came yes. back. Yes. Listen, and they've, then this has they been going on for order. decades. Like, this has been yeah. happening for a long time. Yeah. So here's, I, I got involved in a scam like that, and I caught it early. But, like, it was so crazy because I got a text one day, and it said, hey, we want to like use your car to advertise for Yamaha like the dirt bike company or whatever and they do other things too anyway and you know you'll get $600 a week or something and I was in college broke as hell I was like what money hey. for driving my car <laughs> um, I thought it was a great deal so I said yeah and I sent them my address so stupid I sent a stranger my address and um I got the check and it was from a random hardware company and they told me to go cash the check so that I could um, take the money to a decal service and they would tell me where in town after I cashed the check. So to text them after I cashed it and then they would tell me where to send the money. Um, and they sent me this like random detail shop in Tucson and I was like, that's weird. Oh, no, no, it wasn't even Tucson. It was in, like, Florida or something. And they're like, no, they have representatives in Tucson. And I was like, that's weird. So this is where I started getting sketched out. I hadn't cashed the check yet. Mm-hmm. And um, I called the hardware company because they were like, yeah, the hardware company is based out of this place, but they have... Anyway, you guys remember what I said. So I called them and they're like, oh, yeah, we've been getting... Like, they stole our checks. Like, we keep getting calls like this. Like, can we get sp- some information from you? We're trying to, like put together a lawsuit or something oh my gosh and so I sent them like everything that I had and the phone number I texted them and I was like you're a scammer this is bullshit and they were like they they said like fuck you or something like that and like never heard from them again but it was like a google voice phone number so oh it was like my yeah. you know like a burner phone but a phone number a burner phone number yeah I get stuff like that all the time in emails and it's usually like Dear madam, like from like madam. some royalty shit, like someone died and they left $10 million and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like when I had a lot of time on my hands, when I was like, 
this this happened a lot when I first started the photography company. I don't know if there was some way for people to find out that we were like a new business or something, and that's why we were targeted. But I would just spend so much time wasting their time. Like I really <laughs> played along. Oh. I was like, let's do this. Like ten million dollars, I'm in. You know. And then wow. at the end of it, like right when it was time for me to like, you know, do something that involved money, I'd be like, psych, wasted your time. <laughs> gotcha. But like people, it's, it's so sad. It's so sad that people, you know, and that what you explained, Becca, sounded pretty legit. Like that didn't even really sound that far fetched, you know? Yeah. They they tricked me big time, and I started talking to people about it, and it was like, no, this is too good to be true. Yeah. 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 Usually, when you feel that way, it definitely is. So yeah, just yeah. protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and also on like the intuition thing, I've talked about this with Adam and Nicole several times, where I've been like, this just like feels like a weird transaction. I don't know why it just feels kind of weird, but I still do it because I feel bad or. It's because I feel bad. And yeah. then a week later, I text them and I'm like, I was right. Like, yeah. I should have just listened. This was weird. You know, I feel weird giving out my address or like the plant like didn't turn out or what, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, addresses. Who wants to talk about giving out your address? Oh, yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I first started YouTube, I actually it was that New Life Tropicals unboxing. I didn't blur out an address and someone's like, you need to blur that out. And at that point, I maybe had like 400 subscribers. <laughs> uh, and I was like, who cares about my address? But after the whole situation when I spoke about Black Lives Matter and we've had those trolls attacking, mm-hmm. I I don't live there anymore, obviously. And the address on that box is my work address. So like, good luck. But yeah. Uh, I'm grateful that I no longer gave out my address or yeah. and showed it because I was just like, I don't know what someone could have or would have done. Well, I think, yeah. you know, I think that, you know, everybody who starts out when they first start out, you know, they're they're thinking like, oh, yeah, nobody's watching me and cut to a year later and you're almost at 16,000 subscribers. Rebecca's like 45,000 people are watching your videos and you're like, oh, yeah, these videos are going to be left up forever until <laughs> you yeah. mm-hmm. unless you take them down like we could we could get to a million subscribers and people are watching all of our old videos and there's an address yeah it's scary i think i realized yeah. like i think it was about a year into doing youtube i was like let me get a p.o box let me not give my address out yeah like unless you're ordering online from like you know, a store that's a legit store. Obviously, you have to put your info in, but you can always use a P.O. Mm-hmm. box, too, you know? Yeah, the only times that I give out my home address is if I'm purchasing through someone's company. Be- Ow! You okay? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm okay. <laughs> Just give me a second. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I feel your pain. I have a... Oh, I have a cut on my thumb. Because I was taking an avocado pit out. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's Gore. deep. And, like, I had, like, a really sharp paring knife, which was so stupid. Like, as soon as I did it, I was like, this is so dumb, Becca. And I went to put the knife in the par- on the pit, and the knife was longer than I expected. And it just, like, with the force that you would cut into an avocado pit, I cut on my 
knuckle. Uh, and I was just twisting my hair around and a hair went inside of the cut. Oh, that oh. hurt so bad. <laughs> that was way too much information, but I'm so sorry. Sorry. There's like some crazy statistic out there about how many people cut their hands trying to get into an avocado. Like, can we design avocados differently? <laughs> can we just? I have like a special tool to open avocados. <laughs> so do that I. That you don't even need a knife. It's like that green and yes. black thing. Yeah, with like, I have it too. I have one of those. And it was today was the first day I haven't used it in like years. Well. And this is what happens to me. I'm like, well, screw me. Like, <laughs> anyway. Um, All right, Gen Z. Here is your warning that your avocado toast is deadly. <laughs> Yeah, it, it will cut your finger. Like, honestly, if it was like a fleshy part of my thumb, it would have been so much deeper. But like the bone is right there. So anyway, uh, what was I talking about before I yeah, freaked out in pain? Um, oh, if I'm buying from a company, a friend's company or whatever, then I'll put my address because like if they leak that or show up at my house, it's like legally wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah and now nowadays like if i've talked to someone on the internet for a long time i'll give them my address mm -hmm. if i can if i trust them and like no hate to men but i don't give men my address like even if we've been talking on the internet for a long time like i'm sorry straight men <laughs> you anyway. just never know no, just kidding yeah <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, honestly, she still has never given me her address. I've never even seen her house. <laughs> you have never slept in my spare room. <laughs> um, I don't even talk to straight men, really. No, me neither. Like, other than Daniel, like, honestly. So, yeah. But I, I got a P.O. box when I moved here mm -hmm. to Columbia because I knew that, like, people were going to want to send me stuff. Well, I didn't know that, but, like people wanted to send me stuff mm -hmm. and I was like well I'd like for that so I got a P.O. box so, and it's not exactly cheap so maybe if you could use your work address instead yeah yeah um or maybe like a friend's address oh I don't even know about a friend's address work address yeah work yeah. address yeah I have yeah. a P.O. box too and I've never really like posted it to the world just because I don't know if people would even want to send me stuff but um it's kind of nice to have for those situations where you just want something and you don't want you know your address out there yeah i have your address stored in my amazon contacts <laughs> <laughs> i'm like who's this going to today my mom us or adam uh does your amazon have two-factor authentication when you try to log in because if you have my stuff in there i'm gonna make sure your security is locked <laughs> down it does actually they gotta text you that stupid code it drives me nuts every single time yeah. oh my and god it's I secure yeah I hate that. I use Mailchimp for work, and like literally every single day, I have to do the the two step the code thing. Yeah, it's so annoying. But I have a lot of people's personal information, so I get yeah. it. But it's yeah. very annoying. I have everything set up for two factor authentication, like especially Instagram. Mm -hmm. Just that would help with people are having account takeovers, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You just got to be secure. I wouldn't want to lose my Instagram, and I've seen that happen to so many people where they've just, like, lost access to their Instagram because yeah, yeah, it was hacked, you that know? That happened to Maria, Bloomer Girl Radio. Like, for a week, her Instagram was locked for no reason, and she was able to get it unlocked, but there was, like, no apology. There was no explanation. They were just like, oh, oops, here you go. Like, yeah. it just makes you realize how, um, like, Instagram is so important for businesses, but like you cannot make that your business if you want it to be your business. Like you need to diversify your income, which is something that 
it's just good business advice in general but if you work on social media like don't have just one channel get people's emails you know yeah at at the very least have an email list of people who subscribe or people who follow you you know just so you have more than one point of contact with them yeah yeah anyway um they're plant shopping (laughs) on that topic though there's a documentary i watched last week after i watched the britney spears one of the new york times presents there's another one on hulu the new york times presents about the kid the kid who hacked twitter you remember last year he got into all those people's Mm -hmm. accounts and it was like all he was trying to do was like get a little bit of cash but he could have did so much more damage but because he was only 17 he like didn't know what he was doing but it's ridiculous how easy it is to hack into somebody's account (laughs) it's so crazy and the fact that the new york times put that information out there like in some of these documentaries i feel like people have to be careful because people are watching these documentaries and they're like taking notes you know but that documentary blew my mind if you're looking for something crazy to watch go check that out if you're a hacker don't watch it (laughs) (laughs) but not if you're a hacker it contains all the information you need You know, as like when auditors would come into the bank and examiners just to see like how our process is and how everything's stored and all that stuff. And they would be like, well, you need to make sure you have this safeguard in place because someone could come and do this or an employee could do this. And I was like, that's never crossed my mind. And now you literally just gave me like a blueprint on how I can create fraud at work. Or rob the bank because you know where everything's at. You just told me how to cover it up by telling me I needed to make sure I have safeguards in place for covering yeah, it up. They, like, yeah, they like bank robbers will like case a bank and go in and like see where the panic buttons are and like all that stuff. Uh, did you ever see Set It Off? Who has seen Set It Off with Jada Pinkett Smith? Who else? No. Queen Latifah. Stop. You have not seen Set It Off. Anyway, four women decide like, you know, their lives just aren't going well and they need more money and they decide to rob banks like they're four friends and they just get together to rob banks oh it's a newer movie oh no this is a like 90s movie oh what the heck i feel like there was a a recent remake that i've I've heard this concept maybe well there's a tv show called good girls that basically is the seems similar concept you're thinking of the one with the girl from handmaid's tale i think becca Maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, possibly. Okay. The Mob with Melissa McCarthy yes. and Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Okay. This is a good one, though, because she starts dating a manager at the bank. So she, like, finds all this stuff out to go rob this bank. This is a really good movie. Nice. You guys need to watch it. It's a tragic <laughs> ending, but you have to watch it. It's so good. And Jada <laughs> oh, Pinkett Smith. I mean, come on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, there's some statistic out there that's, like, most loss or theft within a company is from employees it's not even outside yeah. people it's employees all right do we have any last minute tips about you know plant buying plant buying oh gosh well plant trading is different it's a completely different topic so we won't i have tips for that but we'll save that for a different episode but plant buying um winter plant buying get a heat pack if the temps, yeah. if the overnight temps are lower than, I think, 60 degrees, you should yeah. get a heat pack. Um, don't forget that. That's important because the plant, like, will die. And yeah. especially, like, also on the flip side in the summertime, 
if the temps are like over a hundred five, I don't know. Don't I wouldn't suggest it buying plants online. Yeah. In those cases. And if you're walking outside of a store with plants in the winter, make sure it's covered. You could bring your own bag if they don't provide them. Yeah. What I else? mean, there's Quick been steps. times, though, where I've purchased a plant in, like, colder months, like March or whatever, and they ship it with a heat pack, but the heat pack doesn't work, and it was in there for, like, five days, and, like, it arrived dead. What did that happen to? I'm drawing a blank, but it's happened. So, like, my rule mm. of thumb, my personal rule of thumb, which you, know, you don't have to follow if you don't want to, but I just steer clear of those uncertain months where plants just would not want to be in a box for five days. I mean, plants don't want to be in a box for five days, period. So you're going to experience some type of, you know, decline, I guess you can say one way or another, but like, I've never had a good experience getting plants in winter or summer is okay here. Like where I'm at in Chicago, it's cause it doesn't re- it rarely yeah. gets over like 90 degrees anyway, but I just steer clear of it. I ordered a Hoya Polynura while a friend, <laughs> no, I, I bought it in like August in Arizona oh, no. and learned that lesson really quick. That <laughs> plant was DOA. <laughs> yeah. When you were an Arizona rookie. Probably fried. And I was tracking it and the second it hit my post box, I went and got it. But you know, they're, those the, the USPS trucks don't have air conditioning or yeah, heating. I know. Like they're... So it was sitting the whole day in that tin can, you know, which is just like radiating more heat. Yeah. Yeah. So lesson learned there. That's pretty bad. (laughs) My God. All right. And the polynura is more of a cold, a cold Hoya anyway. They, they like to be on the colder side. Oh, do they? I have one in a windowsill where it's pretty cold. That's good news. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. You're like, that's why it's blooming. Look at that. They're a highland. I wish it was blooming. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, I think that's uh, that pretty much wraps it up. If you guys have any additional questions, things you want to add to the conversation, you can utilize our recent post on our feed. Uh, because this is a really important conversation to continue having and revisit over and over again. So, yeah, really glad that we got to talk about it. And yeah. um, any any last words? Any last words before we (laughs) (laughs) wrap it up? Yeah. Don't forget to leave us a review if you can, because that helps us get into people's ear holes. And um, some podcasts, I got this, I got this message or this DM last week and um, a couple times because we mentioned it last week, but people were asking where like some podcasts don't allow you to leave reviews that is true some podcasts don't allow you to leave reviews so that is a fact and i'm not exactly sure which ones off the top of my head but um just if if your podcast player allows you to it would help us a lot so do that Mm -hmm. we're also on youtube potted together so go check that out we have some collabs on the channel Mm -hmm. our channel our channel and that's pretty much it all righty well Bye. Bye.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.